הרלי מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתים של דרנו וכל הצדיקים האמיתים שוכני עפר קדוש משבארץ המה. הוא יבחר לרבנו הקדוש צדיקי סדונם נחה נובע מכל חוכמה רבנו נחמן נפגי מצמחה. נא נח נחמן 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 יחוטו תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן. So we're in part 2 of סעיף ש"ח of שיחות הר"ן. The last שיחה, the last conversation that רבנו gives in this book. Um, we just started discussing in the last uh, episode, last podcast, about the different types of conversations the world has. And now Rabbeinu says these are all conversations of the Yetzirah. Conversations that incite a person to have, to lose his faith, to lose his bitachon Hashem, to worry about panasa and livelihood, to distract him from serving God. And Rabbeinu discusses this. We're going to enter a little bit deeper into the Yenan, into the subject. Um, let's see what Rabbeinu says. כי באמת מי שיש לו עיניים לראות ולב להבין האמת, לאמיתו, יבין בשכל ויראה שגם בימים הראשונים היה העולם מלא דאגות ותירדות הפרנסה. Because Rabbeinu explains that the truth is, one was eyes to see and a heart to understand the truth of truths. ויאמת לאמיתו, meaning the deepest truth, the truth of Hashem. He will understand with his intellect and you'll see that also in the former days, in the previous days, the world was filled with worries and with toiling for one's livelihood. It wasn't clean of this. You think that because those days have passed, you forgot about the struggles and the hardships. Rabbi was saying, it's not true because when you were still there, it was a tremendous struggle. It's just because you're out of it now that you have a little bit of a, a settled mind and composure, a composed mind to realize that, you know, it's for the good because you're still in the right position. You're, right now, you're still fine. You're still healthy. You, you earn a living. So back then, it doesn't seem as bad. But what you don't realize is that saying that there were the good days, those were not necessarily good days. וכמו שאנו רואים בכל הספרים שנתחברו לפני מאות שנים, שרובם ככולם כותבים מהקדמותיהם, שהיו להם צרות רבות בימיהם בחסכון כיס ודחקות הפרנסה הקשה מכולם. And as we see with all the books that were compiled um, within the past hundred years, that the majority of them, they write in their introductions that they had tremendous struggles, uh, they had great struggles during their, during their times, they lacked money and they had... Um, Stressful livelihood. It wasn't easy to earn a living. A very difficult, in fact, di- di- more difficult than any other generation. They still compiled many holy books. Because that which was, will be. For there's nothing new under the sun, as it says in Kohelet. And the main thing, Um, and we see that the main thing is that also in the previous days, the world was filled with struggles and worries for one's livelihood. People were worried that they wouldn't make a living. As Shlomo HaMelech said, upon peace, A person's days are also all filled with um, anger and pain. And it's also written that a man was born to toil. Short days. And full of anger, vexation. And sated with anger. See, a person's days are filled with pain and suffering. You cannot really escape it. The only way to escape it, Rabbeinu teaches us, is through the Torah. Because if you try to escape it in the, ro- in the realm of Gashmiut, as Rabbeinu teaches us, Rabbi Nathan delves deeply into Likut Alachot with the idea of, um, of um, the numbers and um, <coughs> how... Um, 
it was not how Moshe Rabbeinu was told not to count the Jewish people specifically by counting them, but through the Machatita Shekel, as Rabbi Nathan explains in Likut Alachot, on that idea that the second a person puts himself under the realm of the, the Minyana, or under the realm of numbers, then he falls into the desire, um, he falls into a desire which leads to another desire and another desire. Meaning, the second you allow yourself to be tempted by this world, it doesn't stop. And that's the problem. It says in before the number one, what do you count? Meaning, remove yourself from the the grasp of the klipa, which starts with the number one. The second you get one, you want two. And it says, A person doesn't die with half his desires in his hands. It's in the Gemara. Meaning, the second you want something, you want double that and double that. And the more you get, the more greedy you get. Unless you're able to be content with what you have. And in that case, then you're, you're filled with simcha for you're happy with what you have and you don't need anything more. That is the key here that Rabbeinu is discussing. We see many verses like the ones we mentioned above that a man was born to toil. And it also seems to each and every individual that when tr- times are troublesome like now, a person needs to only worry about his livelihood because that's where it's important, right? If you don't have money, you, how are you going to survive? But through this, people have lost their days. They have wasted their days. They left, with, they left the world without any joy or pleasure. Because you're constantly worrying. You're forgetting to live with what you have. The worrying about Panasa doesn't do anything, actually. It only makes it worse. Because the worrying doesn't bring you to any more livelihood. And aside from that, you're worrying, which means you're not happy. So you lose out on both. Not only are you not getting more panasa, but you're actually also losing the simcha of what you have, and you're, 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 you fall into depression because of this. And nonetheless, we still find in every single generation that there are tzaddikim, people who fear Hashem Sherim, people who are upright, that did not pay attention to what we mentioned above. And they escaped, they fled from the toiling of this world to the other toiling, the spiritual toiling. That's the toiling of the Torah and serving Hashem. And they merited themselves and further generations. Happy are they. And Rabban was saying that's the only true escape. The only true escape that's going to bring you any happiness and contentment is in the escape of the Torah. And Rabban says the same principle is true now. A person still has free will. And it is certain that a person has a strength now, especially now. Each and every individual can flee from these worries, can run away from these worries and these conversations of pain that only bring up pain and suffering. To run away from them and to trust in God. And to accept upon himself the, the, the toiling of the Torah in place to, that the toiling of the Torah should replace the bitter toiling of the worries of this world. That's the key here. A person thinks, a person, what Rabbanu seems to be saying is, don't get me wrong, there is toiling in the Torah. The Torah isn't all ups and ups and ups. That's not the Torah. The Torah is filled with doubt. It's filled with doubt. 
But just know that there's toiling in either direction. Don't be fooled by the Yetzirah to think that if you want to run in the direction of the physical world, that you'll receive something from it. Because actually the more you receive, the more you want. And therefore, the more you lack. And that's the point Rabenu so emphasizes. When you're lacking so much, you lose what you have, and therefore you lost everything. For if you cannot be happy with what you have, you cannot be happy with other things Hashem gives you. And therefore you'll never be happy. It's a very nuanced thing Rabban was teaching us, such an important principle, that we have to be happy with what, the situation Hashem Yitbar put us in. That's the main thing. Rabban was teaching us to serve Hashem Yitbarach in the place that we are in. And of course, if we need more panasa, Hashem Yitbarach, I'm struggling, please give me more panasa. We, of course, pray for the things that we need with Hashem But Rabban was saying the emphasis is that you should be still happy with what you have. It doesn't mean that you should not pray for more. But I pray to Hashem in that He gives you the da'at, the consciousness, to be happy with where you are, with what you have. And that you should put your twirling in the Torah because that's where you're going to attain true simcha because no matter the situation you're in, when you're happy with the Torah and your place is in the Torah, you're always happy, no matter where you stand. Whereas, if you make it in, in Gashmiut, the more worries you have because the more assets you have to take care of. The more struggles you have, the more anger you fall into. The more employees you have, this, that. Even with all the money, you see how people with so much money still have so much anger within them. And they always want more and more. And they can't sit down to study Torah. And they cannot say and, and say, oh, I have enough money. What's the point? Let me sit down and study Torah now. You never really see this because Be'emet, it sucks more money and more money from you, more time from you, more, more effort from you. In the physical realm. It's not to say, that doesn't mean that you should not go to work and go in a panasa. There's a way to do it in Ketusha. But Rabbeinu seems to be saying not to worry about panasa. And if Hashem grants you, use your time to study Torah like the great Sadiqi. Use your time to engage in Avotat Hashem. The problem is we pay so much attention to the toiling of this world. We forget that the real toiling is in the Torah. Because you're going to toil in either direction. But why not toil in a direction which actually brings you an everlasting pleasure. An everlasting onik. A simcha in this world and in the next. But Rabbanu says this world too. You're not going to receive simcha from so much money. You're not going to receive simcha from all the filling your pleasures in this world. Because the more you get, the more you want. Which means that even the thing that you had is not even yours. You want more. It's never enough. That's not simcha. Simcha is being happy with what you have. Simcha is saying, Hashem Yitbach, thank you for the position that I'm in. You have a piece of bread and you have a, you have a cup of water and you're happy. And yet those tzaddikim who had nothing to eat, nothing to drink, had so little panasa, they were the happiest. Because their purpose was at the highest level. That's the main thing Rabban was saying. You're going to toil in either one. You're going to toil in the Gashmiut or the Ruchaniut. But so much better to toil in the Torah and the Mitzvot. Because you're going to attain true simcha in this world and in the next. And of course a person has free will to accept which, one he, which direction he wants to go. And it's certain that Hashem is going to provide for you if you toil in the Torah. Because Hashem constantly sustains the world. Just like then He did, now He will too. Adraba, on the contrary actually. That's the principle. Hashem conducts the world, He governs the world with more beauty every single moment, every single day. He's always engaging with the world in a more beautiful fashion, in a fashion we understand more.
in a fashion that gives us more simcha. Hakral, the main principle is what? Sheha'olam hazeh malid de'agod v'yigenot v'tzar v'yisurim tamid. This world is filled with worries. Yegonot with sighs and struggles. Tzar pain, yisurim, afflictions. Tamid that are always there, that are constant. K'mo az, k'mo Just like it happened then, it happens now. Uchmo shen igzar mechet adam reishon. And just like it was decreed since the sin of Adam Arishon, you shall eat um, in sadness. By the sweat of your brow, you shall eat bread. That was the curse of Adam when he ate from the tree. That we're going to have to go earn upon us and suffer doing so. But Rabbanu says, and this is the key how to escape the curse. And it's there's no place, there's nowhere you can run to to escape that depression, the worries that shorten and spend a person's days. These worries of Parnassar. The only place that you can escape these, these, uh, this depression, that sadness that you're supposed to eat your bread with, that you're supposed to eat your bread in. The only way to escape that is if you escape to Hashem, find refuge in God and in the Torah, as we mentioned above. And this is what the Chachamim say. We already explained that this is what the Chachamim say in the Mishnah in Pirkei Avot, Perek Vav, in Chapter 6. This is the way of the Torah. You shall eat bread with salt. You shall uh, drink your water in measure. You shall sleep on the earth. You'll live a life of pain. And you'll toil in the Torah. That's what it says in Pirkei Avot. Rabbeinu says, if you do what it says over there, happy are you and it's going to be good for you. What does mean? Happy are you in this world and it'll be good for you in the world to come. And people find it hard to understand. They ask a question. Eating bread with salt? Drinking measured water? None of that sounds pleasant. <laughs> Sleeping on the earth, a life of pain, toiling in the Torah. It, it gets worse. So the, the world asks, how is it even applicable? How is it even possible to say, happy are you in this world? When you're suffering because you're drinking bread, when you're eating bread with salt and drinking measured water, you cannot even have a full glass. It explains over there in the verse uh, that you eat bread with salt and this and that and all these painful experiences, it seems like. But Rabbanu says, And it explains in other books, strained answers, answers that aren't <clears throat> completely, completely thought out in a homiletic fashion, in a fashion of drash. But Rabbanu is going to explain it. I'm going to stop here. Rabbanu is going to explain that in a simple fashion, the way it is. Um, Rabbanu is going to, to touch upon this in the next podcast, that how the world is mistaken in thinking that's, uh, that it's true suffering. When If you have the Torah, you're happy with what you have. There's no tsar at all. <clears throat> yeah, there's lots of depth to it. Rabbeinu, I'm, I'm going to leave the answer for the next episode, and that, that's for tomorrow, but Rabbeinu is going to answer the question, the question that the world asks, 
when you enter the Torah, when you turn the Torah, when you do all these things, it seems like a life of suffering. Why did it say, Happy are you in this world and it will be good for you in the world to come if it seems like a life of suffering? Rabban was going to shift our perspective and explain how it's not suffering at all. That's Bezrat Hashem is going to happen in the next episode. That's it for today. We'll continue with the words, Aval Behemet, Bezrat Hashem, in the next one.